And welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, the Oscar Robertson episode. The 6'5", 205-pound point guard is a one-time champ, one-time MVP, a 12-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, playing 14 years in the league after being the number one overall pick, and he is a Hall of Famer. With career averages of 25, 7, and 9 on 48% shooting. And uh, since I didn't ask first, I guess I'll go to me, who has Oscar ranked the lowest. <laughs> at 33 overall and 6 on his point guard list. Um, first off, I'll say uh, uh, I got his pace-adjusted stats. I know we've done this for a lot of the old-timers. Um, his pace-adjusted stats are uh, 25, so his points per game did not go down. I don't know if that was a mistake or if that was really what it is, but it, we'll go with it. 25, 5, and 6. So he drops uh, two rebounds and three assists um, off his career averages. So 25, 5, and 6. Um, I don't have a ton on Oscar. Um, obviously, Oscar is a great player. Um, he, uh, I knew before this, but I, it is a fairly recent uh, addition to my Oscar knowledge of... Um, how big of an asshat he was, and how nobody liked him. I didn't. I learned that just just uh, a couple years ago. Um, so it was uh, interesting looking more into that, um, and uh, how you know, like Rick Barry, all of his teammates hated him because he was such a prick to him all the time. And uh, so I don't. I don't know. I have my wonders now whether that played into why he couldn't win until he went to play with Kareem and uh, uh, Dandridge. Um, or whether he was like a Westbrook-esque type player, you know, the kind of guy that puts up huge numbers, but it's because, you know, he's really selfish and, you know, is stat hunting. Obviously, I'm not going to know the answer because 99% of his games aren't uh, taped, so we can't <laughs> even watch. <laughs> um, so, by the way, I know I brought this up in another episode. Um I did. I've done doing a lot of research on uh, on Russell and Chamberlain for the ups, upcoming episodes on those guys. Um, Russell has a hundred and thirty four games that you can go back and look at, or maybe not we, but somebody can. And Wilt has a hundred and twenty one, so they're not huge, massive numbers, but a decent amount of games that um, were taped or something um whatever they did then there would have been actual film then yeah. <laughs> um but anyway just uh interesting thing but yeah i don't have a whole lot on oscar um, i do have him the lowest um by well quite a bit for doug drew and wade but ray's only got in one spot up for me so i guess i'll kick to wade or wait sorry ray man i'm a mess <laughs> ray who has him 32 overall and five on his point guard list ray all right, so he had an insane rookie season, uh, insane stat line for about 10 years in Cincy. <coughs> but since I never got to see him play, I'll just put on my Jimmy Olsen hat and I'll just ask some questions. So, first question. So, was the Royals talent pool that bad that it held Oscar back from winning a title or that Oscar was a selfish player and he held himself back? Anybody in the crew? Oh, I'm you're sorry. really asking us this question? Yeah, I'm asking questions. Yeah. I was looking at my list for something. What did you okay. say? Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Was the royal talent pool that bad that it held Oscar back from winning a title, or Oscar just a selfish player and he held himself back? The the stuff that I read, and I have seen Oscar play actually, but that's with the Bucks. Um, was that he never could get past Boston and Philly, yes, which I Philly think. was Chamberlain at the time, and of course Boston was Russell yeah. and all them. I have a screenshot I'm going to share when it's my turn about young Oscar that and what he was doing and what his team was doing around him and okay I'll, I'll answer that all right my turn. Roger that um then I'll just go ahead and do uh <coughs> let's see I I guess the follow-up question of the first one so he got traded in Milwaukee and he played with a young Luas Sendor aka Kareem and won a title so that confirmed that he had to be selfish to win or is that just uh, another great player that needed compliment to his game? Oh, we're asking again. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. This is my whole my whole thing is questions. Uh, I mean, I I didn't watch Oscar I don't, play. I definitely I didn't know. watch Oscar play, so I'm mm. not. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the stuff is stuff you need you find out by actually watching the person play. Right. That stuff. What about you, Doug? You got anything on that <laughs> one? Yeah. Well, I mean, he just he fit in well with. Jabbar and Dandridge, um, part of what you have to understand about Oscar is where he grew up and how he grew up. He grew up in an extremely poor part of Indiana. Um, he went to Crispus Attucks High School. He won like two state titles. And before he came, the other schools in the state oftentimes wouldn't even play him. Hmm. And but he mm. was so good that they wanted to play and and they including they won forty five games in a row at one point. He had one undefeated season, um, and then part of another one. Um, and he um, he was bitter about mm. the way he was treated, and uh, he tend to hold grudges. Um, they say, of course, when he was drafted by. Um, Cincinnati, it was a territorial pick. Okay. Uh, they didn't have the first pick in the draft. Uh, the first pick in the draft um, was Minnesota, and they took Jerry West. Hmm. But Cincinnati got the first pick because they used their territorial pick because he was from Indiana. Right. And yeah. since he right there, they were able to take him ahead of everybody else. Yeah, if you, if you look <laughs> at uh, Cincinnati's roster – there's at least like three, four guys from the college Cincinnati on it. Yeah. So uh, because right. they, they grab the those guys because yeah. you could give up your first round pick and just take somebody from your territory. Oh, okay. And part of the Cincinnati, Ohio, all that was um, not happy when he was traded to Milwaukee. Um, there was a lot of questions about why, and um, part of them people think. Um, it's because of Bob Cousy. Cousy was the coach at that time, and I don't think he and Oscar saw eye to eye. Hmm. And um, a lot of people think that Cousy shipped him down the road, which ultimately ended up with him getting a title. So right. it worked out fine for him. But there, there's a lot of things there. I mean, Oscar, he could be kind of edgy. <laughs> well, they s- I I was I actually listened to an interview where they were talking to some of his teammates and they're like, "Seriously, 
he held you to a higher standard than he held himself. Like, if you ever made a mistake, if you missed a defensive assignment, if you made a turnover, if you missed a shot, he screamed and yelled at you for, like, the next two or three possessions. Like, cussed you out, <laughs> called you names, told you you were worthless. Like, to the point where it made you even more nervous. Because I don't want to deal with this again in five minutes. So, like, you didn't want to play anymore. Like, not like you, you wanted to leave the court, but, like, don't pass me the ball. Like, don't I don't want it no more. Like he played with he played with Hall of Famers. Like he had multiple Hall of Famers on his team. I mean some of them we I mean like, not just like bums that we don't even know who they are. Like he played with Jerry Lucas for years in Cincinnati. He played with uh, Jack Twyman, um, Bob Love played with him, um, Bob Boozer played with him. So I mean like he Bob Boozer's not a Hall of Famer though. Um, <clears throat> you know he played with some guys we knew, but like I just. Like, yes, but I have heard the whole, like, he was very bitter about the way he was treated when he was younger, and he, like, and it, you know, came out in other ways. Okay. Okay, so I got two more. The third one's more of a recent comparison. Uh, so Oscar is the original Mr. Triple Double till last season, or whenever Westbrook took, it, took the top spot. Now, that doesn't make Westbrook a better player, as we all know, as we've seen thoroughly throughout his career and that Westbrook can't really figure out his identity of his game. Then we've seen Oscar's stat line go down when he gets traded to Milwaukee, and that stat decrease led to a championship. So since we have have two players that we can compare, because they have the similar stat line, uh, what makes Oscar better than Westbrook? Uh, they do have similar stats. Westbrook's got triple-double record, so why is Oscar a better player than Westbrook? For one, I think Oscar's a better shooter. Okay. I mean, I think he's definitely a better shooter. He was he could shoot from distance, and um, and he when he went to Milwaukee, he did blend with Jabbar and Dandridge and win the title. It didn't have to be his way. He put his ego aside at least. Yeah, for a he bit. wanted that title, <laughs> yeah. and they were in the finals um, the year he retired too, I believe. I think in '74 they lost to the Celtics. Yeah, the Dave Cowan Celtics, I think. Yeah, and he was, but he was a bench player by then. Right. Yeah, he was. He was at the end of his career, and so he was in the most inefficient era ever of basketball, and he's still more efficient than Russell Westbrook. In yeah. a much harder era. Yeah, I, was, like I just as far as what you're allowed to do defensively. I pulled him up, <coughs> uh, side by side here. Um, Oscar's got him by a couple points. Their rebounds are almost identical. He's got them by an assist, um, and he shoots 5% better from the field and uh, 5% better from the free throw line. Um, and there's not a ton else to uh, compare because there's no threes, steals, yeah. blocks, turnovers, all that it's stuff. It's hard because so. some of the stuff like with Westbrook, like if you just, kind of like Alex says sometimes, like sometimes down the road, like someone's just going to look up Russell Westbrook's stats and be like, wow, he's amazing. Yeah, like, I, Alex said that a few times. But if you actually watch him play, you can see that he fucks up all the time. Yeah. Like so, but when they see his turnovers, none of us really watched much of Oscar. I mean, most of us ni- we didn't watch Oscar. Uncle Doug seems to watch well, watched him a little <laughs> bit, but so it's. I, don't know. I was a Jabbar fan. Yeah, yeah. But so even some of that's e- tricky. Even then, though, that wasn't like <coughs> that. Definitely wasn't prime Oscar. You no, know, that no. was old man Oscar. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know who he was. My dad, of course, loved him, and. I was a Jabbar fan. You got to remember when they won their title in '71 or whatever. 
I was 10, so I was a little kid. <laughs> By the way, let me, let me, while we're talking about Westbrook, I have a question. So I was looking at Westbrook's stats the other day because he is literally on, like, the morning shows. He's one of the leading stories, like, every day. <laughs> Westbrook, I mean. Um, how terrible he is, how how much turnovers he has, how inefficient he is, all these things. Yeah, it's some god-awful shot My every My game. problem with it is, though, is this is – Westbrook didn't get – shitty in the offseason this is who westbrook's been right this is westbrook so but let me give it to you like this westbrook's shooting 44 and a half percent from the field this year that's that's of like above his uh career uh field goal percentage he's shooting better than he does almost every year of his career this year and because he plays for the lakers and he's on tv every night now we're talking about how inefficient he is. Right. And he's playing with LeBron. And yes. Yeah. And we have to have a scapegoat every time LeBron doesn't dominate. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and he is averaging 4.1 turnovers a game this year, which is not good. I'm not sticking up for it by any means. <laughs> but it is the lowest turnover rate he's had since Kevin Durant played with him. Well, I, th- I think the main part is with Russell's skill set and the way he plays – he can carry bad teams, and he's been on bad to mediocre teams at certain points, and he looks good. But his, the biggest problem with the way he plays is he doesn't fit in on really good teams because of the way he plays. He doesn't fit in on super Which, teams. Yeah. He didn't fit in with James Harden. He's the reason the Houston collapsed in the playoffs. Well, him and Harden. And then, I mean, he's the reason KD got mad and left. It's now not working with LeBron, but it worked. He carried the Wizards last year, the second half of the season in the playoffs. He carried the shitty Thunder team one year before Paul George got there in the playoffs and won an MVP. I mean, he can carry shitty teams. He just doesn't fit in with good teams because okay. of the way he plays. Okay. That's good. Well, that's an interesting take. I hadn't thought, yeah. yeah. Good call. And then the final question in my opening statement is, does he translate in other areas? I actually think yes, he does. Yeah, I think because of his size, yeah, he'd be okay. I think he has yeah. underrated athleticism too. If you watch him play, he kind of uses his intelligence and he kind of positions himself with his body to get where he wants. But then you can also, and then he would kind of change speeds a lot. But then you would see plays where he just put his head down and would kind of fake and then just blow past people. And there was a a little clip they had in this interview where Chris Webber was showing. Oscar himself a video of himself in high school and he's jumping up and touching above the top of the square on the backboard so and he was a point guard so I think I think he was underrated as far as athleticism even though I think most people think he's a good athlete but and that's what you're saying is almost exactly what Jabbar said about Oscar Robertson I was reading a thing that Jabbar said about him and it was almost exactly what Wade just said I just watched a bunch of videos so (laughs) it might be one of the clips I listened to well I think I think all the things that, uh, like, if you, I think if you take Oscar from, you know, one year in his career and just picked him up and transplanted him to today, we'd all laugh at him and think what he was doing was pathetic. <laughs> but because the things he didn't do well is, like, dribble. He couldn't dribble with one of his hands. Well, yeah. You know, but that's just something that would never happen today. They wouldn't let you get past junior high like yeah. that. It's just the evolution of the sport. He would just right. grow up, you know, the dribble right. hands and wouldn't. And uh, so, like, that, the, those are the things that you can 
pick it. Like he never dunked the basketball. But like I said, if you wa- like Wade said, if you watch his highlights, you can see him laying the ball up above the rim. So he could have done it. It just wasn't something he did or they asked him to do. His high school coach told him he wasn't allowed to dunk or he was going to get benched. I read that too. His high school coach said that he didn't want a bunch of showboats and he didn't want them to look like the Harlem Goldtrotters. So well. if you were flashy and did some behind-the-back move or tried to dunk it, you weren't going to play on that team. So. Well, I mean, in in his NBA career, they you know over and over again, at least I've read that he was like super, super, like fundamental, and uh, he always tried to make correct plays and was never like out of control. Again, he, his his high school coach was huge on fundamentals and stressed that to the nth degree. Hey. One of the videos I watched, they they compared how good he was at positioning his body into getting to where he wants to Charles Barkley. He's no Charles Barkley is a very undersized big man that got wherever he wanted due to strength and positioning himself, you know, with his big huge ass and pushing people out of the way and they were just good at it. And they kinda compared him because he was a big point guard. He was six five, wasn't he? Yeah. Six, six five. five. And they yeah. said one of the guys one of the things I was watching talking about how he could have played football, he was that athletic and strong, natu- just naturally strong. And he got where he wanted and it was it was just you know, he, he had a lot of he was naturally athletic, he had a lot of natural skill, I think, a lot of intelligence there, and he had natural vision, which I think all those, you know, would translate well. Okay. Yeah, I just thought I'd uh, ask questions this time around because, I, I mean, I didn't watch him play, so I figured I'd just get everybody's opinion and then go from there. So. I like it. That's, so. a, that's, that's a, a nice a, intro. I was going to yeah. say the same that's thing. I kind of like that. That was a nice that's little change cool. up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, whatever's next. All right. Well, that will lead us to Wade, who ha- with the significant jump to 15 overall and number three on his point guard list. I feel like we all just kind of partially spilled some of the statement. <laughs> That's right. We kind of covered it for like 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> well, part of it with, with Oscar is, uh, I mean, I, I think the NBA was kind of built on the backs of Oscar Robinson, Bill Russell, and Wilt Chamberlain. They're the kind of the guys that grabbed it and took it off, you know, took off with it and kind of made it somewhat into what it was going to be for a while. So they deserve a lot of credit for being pioneers and all that and, um, I've already said all of his natural ability that I think translates, so I don't want to recover that. Um, he did. Uh, I don't remember which one of you brought up. Maybe both of you brought up his uh, lack of postseason success uh, up until he got Jabbar. Um, I just came across a stat. Um, again, it's just stats. It doesn't it doesn't prove everything, but I just thought it was kind of fascinating um, to what he was able to do and. And a lot of the stuff I read, he did play. I saw Lucas was one of the first ones that Alex said, Jerry Lucas. Um, but compared to the Sixers and Celtics, it, it wasn't even close. Because Jerry Lucas would get wiped out by Chamberlain and Russell in a matter of seconds. And then the rest of the teams were littered with four or five more Hall of Famers. Um, Bill Russell had up to eight other Hall of Famers at one time. Um, and Will, some of those 76er teams were loaded pretty close to Russell's teams. Um well, later in the Oscars. '60s, he w- it was more loaded. <coughs> like those l- those late '60s Warriors, was it the Warriors. Then he was again with the Sixers, and he went to the Warriors. Mm. I don't remember which. 
It might have been. I mean, he was even the late. Those Laker teams were loaded later on too. Well, yeah, that that yeah. like the '69 Lakers are one of the biggest flops in NBA history. Like that's yeah. that's like well, crazy. One of the Sixer teams, I believe, what was on had the wins record for a while in a season mm-hmm. until Jordan broke it with that '90. Was it '96, '97 Bulls or whatever? Oh yeah. But but my point was, Oscar did have a couple good players, but they failed in comparison to the Celtics and Sixers or whoever Wilt. Was on, whatever team Wilt was on, because for a number of reasons. But I found this nice thing I figured I'd share for the first uh, start of his career before he goes to Kareem. Um, his team doesn't make the postseason, but he averages 30, 10, and just under 10 on 47% shooting. The next year, they make the playoffs and lose to the Pistons. In the postseason, he averages just under 29, 11, and 11 on 52%, but they still lost. 62, they lose to the Celtics in the postseason. He averages just under 32, 13, and 9 on 47%. The next year, lose to the Celtics again. He averages 29, 9, and 8. Next year, 76ers in the postseason. He averages 28, 5, and 12 on 43% shooting. Next year, lose to the Celtics. Averages 32, 7, and 8 on 41% shooting in the postseason. Next year, lost to the Sixers. Averages 25, 4, and 11 on 52% shooting in the postseason. <laughs> Next year, hmm, lost track of my spot. 71. 67. Um, they don't make the postseason. He still averages 29, 6, and 10 on 50% shooting in the regular season. And then he doesn't make it again until he gets to bar, but he puts up elite numbers for the rest of the seasons too. So he was killing people in the postseason. But the team just wasn't getting it done. Now, obviously, like we said earlier, we didn't actually watch him do this, so I don't know if he was a ball hog or if he wasn't a great team player, but he was killing people stat-wise. Um, so I don't know. It's tricky. But uh, another kind of fun stat. Um, uh, some people um, like to bring up uh, the pace adjustment makes it easier back then to get rebounds, which is true. So it was easier for him to accumulate more rebounds for his triple-doubles. But it was also much, much harder to get assists back then. Um, you often didn't get an assist unless your pass led to a wide-open layup. Um, that's how they m- mostly viewed assists or if it led to a very wide, wide-open jump shot. Um, instead of nowadays where you can kind of just simply pass the ball to someone, they can grab it, hang around for 15 seconds, dribble <laughs> three or four times, step back and shoot it, and that's an assist. Um, so rebounds were easier. Assists were much harder. So it somewhat balances it out. Um, and Oscar was doing things that we really never saw again until Magic Johnson, just to kind of put that in perspective, um, and Larry Bird. Um, so, I mean, he, he was a dominant, dominant player. Um, yeah, I think that's good enough for my opening statement. He's a guy I've often wondered what his usage percentage would be. And we'll never know because we can't calculate it without the other stats. It was... But and some of the stuff I saw, it would have been high because they said yeah. he he yeah. ran he always ran the show, and a couple of things, which can be a positive or a negative depending on the player. But mm-hmm. all right, well that will lead us now to Drew, who has him a few spots higher at number twelve and number two on his point guard list. Um, well, we've talked about Oscar for about twenty four minutes, <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, my thoughts on Oscar is I think he's a much, much better of what Russell Westbrook is. So all you younger listeners and people that haven't seen Oscar, just think of Westbrook but not 
throwing the ball in the bleachers <laughs> five times a game. <laughs> Not as many brick shots. I would, I, would, I would like you to prove this to me. I mean, he didn't I throw the ball in the stands. I mean, I haven't seen him. Can't <laughs> pre- you can't prove it, but you can't prove it. Give us both away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I think he's more, definitely more efficient. We can't prove that than what Westbrook mm-hmm. is. He's not. Um, team success is not there at the beginning, but I mean, no other team success was really around besides the Celtics. Then, so I mean. <coughs> Well, I mean, another player in that era where team success wasn't really much for sometimes one team got one here. Yeah, I was say if he got like one, Bob Pettit. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Well, I, I meant to say while Wade was talking, and I forgot. Like you notice, like he lost in the first round of the playoffs every year, but there was only four teams made the playoffs, and if one of them is the Celtics, another one is Philly. Like he's gonna probably catch one of them in the first round. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. he had a couple years there. One year he played Syracuse, one year he played Detroit. But the rest of them, it was either Philly or Boston. He caught mm-hmm. in the first round. Well, yeah. There for a while, there was only like eight teams in the whole league. <laughs> it, like, yeah. slowly moved up to, like, 11. Yeah, because it's like, what is it, like the conference championship, and then you're in the finals. And there was, like, what, three game series? In the yeah, playoffs? I played three games, and then you went to seven. It wasn't even, compared to now, it's, yeah, I played three full series of seven games before you even get to the finals. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some crazy stat where like it's like it took Bill Russell. I don't remember the amount. Of, it was a super super small amount of games to win a championship, and then it's like you have to win that many just to get to like the second round now or something like that, or, well, or even to get halfway through the second round or something like that. Well, even well, I know definitely Wade and I's fandom. I don't know about Drew, but I mean, when we were growing up, they played five game series in the first round. Yeah, that, that was, a little. That was yeah. younger me that before they changed it. Back over, yeah. I remember the first mm-hmm. round was just to speed some series up. I mean, they they do play a lot of games now, um, but at the same time, that's beneficial to great teams because it pretty much guarantees you're going to win because you have more time to play it out. You know, that's why nobody wants to play one game because they uh, all it takes is one bad night. And exactly. That's why it was so huge when the We Believe Warriors beat Dirk and the Mavericks. Because it was like, they mm-hmm. didn't just beat them once, they beat them four times in seven games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was, that's what, we don't get upsets like that in the NBA. In the NFL, we see upsets because it's one game. Yeah, college, you know. Yeah, in college all basketball. All you gotta do is kind of hang around and one, all you need is one crazy play and you're mm-hmm. right there. I mean, in basketball, if you have a, almost, if, if you're going to have to make the playoffs, you probably have a superstar on your team or a borderline superstar. They have a great night that can get you a mm-hmm. win. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I interrupted you, Drew. Apologize. Um, I think I'm probably good for now. Let me go on. All right, and that will lead us finally to Uncle Doug at 11 overall and two on his point guard list. Didn't even do anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Oscar has. 26,710 points. He's 15 on the all-time list. His scoring average is ninth, the top point guard. He's 87th on the rebound list. Um, He is actually the number two average-wise rebounder. Uh, Jason Kidd's number one. Uh, Assist-wise, he's seventh all-time. And his average is third behind Magic and Stockton. Um, he, uh, is one of only three players, six, five and under to have a 900 rebound season. The other two are Elgin Baylor and Johnny Green. 
Um, he played 1,126 games, including the playoffs. That's not just regular, it's playoffs. And he had a triple-double in almost 17% of the games he played. Wow. 16.8%. Um, and I was, you know, just doing some looking between him and ranking him overall and stuff. And he's got his MVP and uh, 64. 31-4, 9-9, and 11-0. Almost average a triple-double that season. Um, and then I noticed that he was second, 64-65. He uh, was 30.49 and 11-5. I thought, well, let's, let's see who won in 65. Well, no surprise, it was Russell. <laughs> um, Bill Russell averaged 14 points, 24 rebounds, and 5 assists. Versus 30 points, 9 rebounds, and 11.5 assists. Mm. But I still don't think Oscar was the best player that year. Mm. Because the person that finished 5th in the MVP voting that year averaged 34.7 points, 22.9 rebounds, (laughs) and 3 assists. Was it Wilt? Mm. It was Wilt. But he finished 5th in the MVP voting. (laughs) <laughs> I just I looked at that hot. Holy cow! Um, well, that <laughs> was it. Last episode, I read that one year where there's six of them that put up those insane stats. Which episode was that? Because it was it was his triple double year, Wilt's fifty point year. Yeah. Russell won the MVP still. Right. Pettit, West, and Baylor all put up astronomical numbers too, and Russell, who still had really good numbers, but probably the worst of the six, won the MVP. Yeah, so I mean it's it's kind of crazy, um, but yeah, I do I do like Oscar. Um, I understand reading some interesting stories about his childhood, and I don't want to get into a whole race discussion and all that. That's not what we're here for. But um, he he faced some tough things, and he was kind of bitter about some of that. Um, I would imagine he found. A bit of a kindred spirit. I mean, Jabbar was um, didn't face all that that he faced, but Jabbar probably would have been sympathetic. And I would imagine that they were probably good teammates and probably, you know, could talk a lot, visit a lot. Um, he was probably comfortable with Jabbar. Um, and obviously Jabbar was somebody that was unbelievably talented at that time. And, um, you know, like Alex mentioned earlier, getting on his teammates, Jabbar probably was not somebody he had to get on very often. (laughs) And uh, Dandridge, I mean, Bobby Dandridge is not somebody we've really talked about, but Bobby Dandridge was a good player too. And um, so the the three of them together, Oscar didn't have to carry the load. And I would imagine at that point in his career, it was probably a relief to be able to just go out and play, distribute the ball to somebody like Jabbar, like Dandridge, and, um, you know, that was probably a really good fit for him. Mm-hmm. So even though he probably had some hard feelings about getting traded, and I know people in Ohio weren't happy, um, it was probably a really good thing for him to finish his career with those Bucks teams. Well, just think about it. Ohio sports, even now, don't ever have success. And we're going to trade away the greatest player in the history of our state? Right. <laughs> like, it'd be like, what if the Cavs traded LeBron? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's sim- that's a very similar thing. Well, Oscar was considered w- one of, if not the greatest player of all time during this era. So I mean, like, 
what if what if the Cavs traded LeBron? Yeah. I mean, like that's that's really what we're looking at here. Or right. Eagles trade Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Joe right. Well, and you know, we've we've made the comparison with he and Westbrook because of the triple double thing. But a couple of the articles I read um, to try to bring him into context for younger people like Drew, they said Oscar was a better version of James Harden. Hmm. Somebody that you know more a point more point guard version of James Harden. So that's another maybe comparison to give you a thought about what kind of player he was. And <coughs> when you're thinking, you know, Bob Cousy, you know, most point guards were six foot, six one, five ten, five eleven, and here's Oscar at six five. You know, uh, well they're talking about a big change at two oh five. He played like a bully. Like he yeah. would, he would just bu- like he played in the post so much because he would just bully other point guards up to the basket mm-hmm. and then lay it in. Yeah, well, and Jabbar said he could rebound with guys five and six inches taller than him because of the way, like Wade said, he positioned his body. He knew how to box out. He was fundamentally very sound. Um, but before I forget, I do have some uh, info for your MVP discussion. Um, the reason Wilt didn't win the MVP that year. Is because that was the year he was traded midseason because oh, he was okay. refusing to play basketball games. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Uh, because he, he well, I sure thought that was looked funny. He forced he forced his way out of Philly. Or which one does he do? I have, I've said does he go from Philly to the Warriors or from the Warriors to Philly? You know, I I never remember either. I think he goes from the Warriors to Philly. If I but I, I don't. But I'm not. I, I, sure. I don't remember either. Yeah. I feel like he got drafted by the Warriors. Well, yeah, I, can, I, can, we, I, can, I can click on him right well, now. Well, Alex is looking this up. I got a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the TikTok guy. Joe Burrow could be the first quarterback to win a Heisman, a national championship, and a Super Bowl. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. That's that is cool. cool. He went from the – okay, so he goes from – he moved cities, but he's still a warrior. Okay. And and then he goes from the Warriors to Philly. Oh, okay. okay, so he started uh, off. He goes from so. the Philadelphia Warriors out yes. to San Fran. And then he goes back to and Philadelphia. He got traded back to Philadelphia, but uh, a different team. Yeah, seventies. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's why it's so confusing. Okay. Yes. so he played in Philadelphia twice, but for two different franchises. Two different teams. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. So yes, um, but yeah, that was the year he forced his way out to go, and uh, nobody would vote for him because of the way he did it. Okay. Well, um, good, and good info. Um, I this is an info other than I mean it's info, but it has I don't know if this is the reason. I just looked it up. Um, the Celtics won sixty two games that year and were the best record in the NBA. And uh, Cincinnati won forty eight games and <sighs> barely made the playoffs. I think that so, was the case yeah. almost all years when the Celtics won had an MVP. Mm-hmm. They were usually the best or second best team in the league wins wise. That's why, probably why Russell and Cousy had, I mean, what I combined. How many did Cousy win? One. Was it just one, really? MVP, yeah. I thought one. it was two or three. He won at Russell's rookie year. Gotcha. Yeah, because between 60 and 68, Oscar won one MVP and Wilton Russell won all the rest. Well, after after Robin Robertson's MVP, only centers win the MVP until somewhere in the 80s, I think. Uh, I think you're right. When Magic yeah. and Bird start winning MVPs. Yeah. Like, really? only centers. It's, you know, 
The league has changed Russell, a lot. Russell and Wilt, but uh, Willis Reed gets one. Bill Walton gets gets one. Unsold gets one. Kareem. Kareem wins five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of sounds like right. Well, Russell has five too, right? And then Wilt has how many? Four, I think. Yeah. He has, I think he has one less than, but I could be wrong. I thought he had I one less Kareem than. Kareem has six. Yeah. No, Kareem does. I, I thought you said yeah. Wilt. No, you said you said before that that Kareem had one five. Yeah, Kareem mm-hmm. has six. Yeah, yeah Kareem Kareem's has six. six. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, got yeah, more yeah, than sorry. Jordan, I think. Actually, yeah. Yeah, Jordan's got five, I yeah. believe. Regular yeah. season one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Say was this reminds me of right now in LA? I'm writing a paper about the Heisman Trophy. The Heisman Trophy was dominated by running backs, like yeah, in the that's early. True. That's it was just all running backs, and now well, it's now it's kind of shifted to quarterbacks a lot. Yeah. I'd say that's a perfect comparison because football mm-hmm. used to be all running. Basketball used to be all dump it off to the big man. That's that's a perfect comparison, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the exact years, but it's like it's like 64, so that's Oscars. Like 64, it's like 81 or something, and it's like yeah. all centers. Yeah, I think we mentioned that in another episode with the guy that broke the streak. I can't remember who it was. Now. Was it Doc? Did Doc win the oh, first one after that? It might have been, yeah. Yeah. Was it? Because Doc won, Doc. Doc won the MVP in what eighty or eighty one? Yeah, I think. Uh, Doesn't Moses Malone have three? Yeah, Moses Malone has three. There's another. Right. There's, there's another one. <laughs> none, none of those dominant guards or forwards won. So Rick like Barry didn't win any. Gervin didn't win any. So I was going to ask Gervin. Jerry West and Weston Baylor, Baylor didn't win any. Yeah, because we talked about that shit. Havlicek, Havlicek didn't win. Cowan's won one, but not Havlicek. Yeah, right. He's the center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Frazier didn't win one, did he? No, no. but Reed got one. No Earl Monroe or... No, it was always the big master to Busher. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. That is indeed. So was that the end of your statement? Yep, that's it. Is All that right. the longest opening statements in podcast history? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <laughs> got to be. It's it almost 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a pretty good opening statements there. I really, I, I got to say again, I really liked Ray's questions. That was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, should we just go to litigation real quick? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, might yeah. as well. <laughs> we're, we're pretty far yep, in here. Let's do it. All right. Ray, I've only right. got one for you, buddy. Okay. Um. And then I said off air, I struggled with litigation this week. It was kind of a mess. So I'm just going to ask some things I find interesting. Okay. You're d- by far not the only one to do this, but I want to know why you got Oscar ahead of CP3. I got Oscar ahead of who? Chris Paul. Oh, God, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Probably because uh, probably the triple-double stat really just blows him out of the water. <coughs> and the title. So that's double duty for Oscar Robertson. I mean, Chris Paul is the all-around, like I've said before, mold of a point guard. But he hasn't won a title, and he always kind of falters in the playoffs. So, well, let me a- let me ask you this. Okay. If Chris Paul went and played with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, do you think he'd win a title? Well, fuck yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not even a question. I think if you if anyone plays with Kareem, you can win a title. Yeah, he got oh, a good yeah. shot at it. <laughs> yeah, dump it well, down. It, see, it, it, it seems yeah. to take a point guard though, because he never won one without either uh, Magic or Magic Oscar. or Oscar. Mm. No, I mean he he played with other Hall of Famers, but they never got it done. So. Um, it seems he needed a point guard, it looks like. Most big men need someone to give them the yeah. ball. Yeah. Mm. All right, Ray, I'm done with you, man. Sweet. 
Drew. Wow. Oh boy. I find this one interesting. You know, you again. You're not the only one that did it, obviously, because you know two of you have him at two and one of you at three. Um, but uh, why Oscar over Curry? Oh, yeah. Um, more and more MVPs, more titles. It's true. That's true. Uh, I think with Ray, just with the triple double stuff, and um, uh, they, neither of them have Finals MVPs. I'm not even gonna say. <laughs> I, can't, I can't always do that one. <laughs> that one name. Uh, oh, <laughs> good stuff. Um, so I mean, that'd be like, I don't know. I just. I think Oscar winning his MVP too, kind of in that big man era, like we just talked about. I think that was pretty impressive for him to get one out of that because we saw how hard they were to get from them. <laughs> you mean this isn't a big man era? I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> Not when. Um, oh shoot! What's his name? It's one of like two centers that are about to consistently play now in today's. I'm trying to think of some goofy center who would never last. <laughs> I can't think. What's this goofy center? I oh, can't think. Oh, of I'm sorry. Ray and I were having a side combo. What were you? What were you, what I'm you trying, trying to <laughs> name some goofy center that would never play in the primetime center basketball. <laughs> Most of think. the centers in the league right now. Yeah, but I can't think of this one really. Enos Cantor. Does <laughs> he work? <laughs> <laughs> he works. That works for my example. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think know. that's probably why. All right, and I got one more for you, Drew. Oh yeah. This is the first time we've had anybody oh on your no. list on your list ahead of old Bob. <laughs> why oh why you got Oscar ahead of Bob? <laughs> Bob got in more MVPs. He's got the title. Uh, you know what? What's up, man? I don't know what I was doing, with Bob. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he did beat the Celtics. He is he so. Uh, what's up, man? I don't know. Honestly, that <laughs> you're telling me all this. Why you're just feeding more Bob, Alex? You're gonna <laughs> make it worse. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm probably gonna go with the triple double. How much I value him getting that triple double, and he, and there's a couple other seasons where he was like point one of rebounds away from getting. Yeah, he did have a season where he was you know like thirty and eleven, and it was nine point nine. Yeah, I think he did that a couple times, maybe, and I just, I mean, it's, he barely made the playoffs and he couldn't get out. But some of it, he was just putting up stat after stat. And when people hear that, they think, oh, look at Wes Westbrook. He's doing that. But no, he's. I just think Oscar's totally different than that. He's not. He's more efficient. And just. I do wish that, you know, not that I wish all of us to be old and could have watched him play in his heyday, but I mean, like, I wish there was videos that we could yeah. go back and watch. I would watch like them. to have seen him during this triple-double season. Right, During exactly. some of those scenes in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the little bit I saw him was right at the end of his career, and I was a kid watching Jabbar. His rebounds yeah. couldn't be any worse than freaking Steven Adams and whoever else was on that Thunder team boxing everyone out and clearing the lane for Westbrook just to jump in there and get a rebound. I mean, yeah, it can't be any worse than that, let's be honest. Yeah, so. you're probably right. Fair enough. All right, I'm done with you, Drew. Uncle Doug. Yep. Got two for you as well. Okay. Why Oscar ahead of the dream? Okay, well, I... <laughs> I told Drew as we were driving up, you were going to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> so I prepared for it. I have a sp- special place in my heart for the dream. I know you do. And, um, you know, statistically, we can go back and forth in there. 
it's hard to compare point guards and centers. Cause right. It's like, oh, Oscar averages more assists than Dream. Oh, uh, Dream averages more rebounds. Like, oh. Right. Supposed to. <laughs> and, and Akeem's got two titles to the one. They both have an MVP. Um, but I did, I, I Googled greatest NBA players of all time. Mm-hmm. And I took the top four sites that came up. Mm-hmm. It's Complex, Hoop Hype, ESPN, Bleacher Report. Um, Complex has Oscar at 13, Elijah one at 14. I have him at 11 and 12, I think. Um, Hoops Hype has Oscar at 12 and Elijah one at 11. <laughs> Just <laughs> flip-flopped him. ESPN has Oscar at 11, Elijah one at 12. Mm. And Bleacher Report has Oscar at 11 and Elijah one at 13. Mm. Wow. All very so, close. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I was at. They're, they're very close. Yeah. All um, right. Well, then my next one for you, Uncle Doug, is why Oscar ahead of Durant? Okay. Let me look at my people here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just looking at this. This is the way I looked at it when I was asking the question was they both have one MVP. Um, Durant has more titles, but, you know, the super team thing – I don't know that really plays too much into this because Oscar went and joined up with kind of a super team, I guess. So, uh, you know, so I was like, uh, this is interesting. Where do... Sorry, I'm having trouble. I've got two different books going now. Oh, did you <laughs> run out of pages in your first <laughs> yeah, book? Yes, I ran out of pages in my first book, so I had to look back. Drew, you butt out of pages there? Yeah, I'm getting close. <laughs> I just showed way another TikTok. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it is. Kyle Shanahan is now known for the person that keeps blowing leads. He blew the largest lead in Super Bowl history, largest lead in Super Bowl fourth quarter history, and the largest lead in NFC Championship fourth quarter history. I did wow. see that today, yeah. Jeez. It's not good. It's not good. Well, Durant has him by a couple of points. Um, Oscar actually rebounds him, out-rebounds him slightly. But then Oscar's getting by about five assists, and that's probably why. Fair enough. All right, I'm done with you. And Wade. Okie dokie. Wade. Yep. No, Wade. Wade, what? Wade, why D-Wade. Wade? D-Wade. D-Wade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that on purpose. I'm sorry. I was just messing with you. But that's how I have it written on my page. It says Wade hyphen Wade. And I was like, I was like Wade. <laughs> Wade. <laughs> Why why Oscar ahead of D Wade? Oh, um, that's a good one. I think Oscar has a much bigger, obviously, historical impact on the game. Um, that's probably honestly the main reason. Um, I mean, Oscar's the better passer. Probably even put up better rebounding stats. Probably outscored him. Um, but we don't know about three point shooting. But he was probably a better shooter. Um, don't know that for sure though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a good one. Um, that's a, that's, I mean, I have them right next to each other. So, yeah, I, like, yeah, I, I kind of went, I kind of went a similar direction with that one as I did with the Durant <laughs> one. I was like, oh, they, uh, you know, they had some success and, you know, put up some good numbers and everything like that. And then they joined with the best player in the league and won championships. Yeah. You know, then, like. Yeah, and then and D Wade has some stuff on him too. Dwayne Wade's one of the best slashers ever. Um, did play in obviously a tougher era of basketball. Um, and they're similar sized. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 They are. Yeah. So. Um, 
D Wade was a phenomenal defender for at least a short period of time in his prime before injuries kind of bugged him. Um, which Oscar I think was a good defender, but I don't know if he how great great he was. I'm not sure to be completely honest. Yeah, me neither. I read that he was a good defender, but not I didn't read anything special. But D Wade almost won a defensive player of the year award that Uncle Doug said mm-hmm. in the D Wade episode. So, uh, so yeah, it goes back and forth, but probably the what puts him over the edge is um, league MVP and that era, like Drew said, very impressive, and uh, his historical impact is. Just as big, if not bigger, than anyone in NBA history. So. All right. Well, I'm done. Oh, okay. Anybody have anything for me before we shut I down? I never look at your fucking list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually ready this time. Right, it's not like it. I don't ask you all one at a time, so you have plenty of time to look. That's right. Why do you have Chris Paul ahead of Oscar? Ooh. Mm. Um, well, it's no secret I uh, I hold things against old guys. Uh, I thought Wade and I were on the page with this until yeah, Wade I'm not 15. the old guy hater for once. This <laughs> um, is this is a change of pace. So you know, I hold the air against him, um, <coughs> and you know, I do hold the lack of success against him. Um, not maybe as strongly as you know some other things, but um, you know, he you know he. he I kind of look at uh, Oscar as like the uh, big stats, bad team guy a little bit, um, where it was just, you know, his big stats didn't even lead to the playoffs sometimes. Um, and it was uh, it's kind of the way I looked at it with, you know, Chris Paul makes every team he's on better, um, regardless of whether it ends up in a championship or not. Uh, every team he goes to becomes better and usually significantly better. Um even the, you know, Thunder team that had two superstars on it the year before. So, um, I, I, that's where I'm at with Chris Paul. All right. Anybody else? Hmm. Um, I had one that stuck out to me. Where'd it go? Oh, um, I was kind of curious about <coughs> Patrick Ewing and Dr. J. Um, Doc, um, better era, and, uh, you know, similarly couldn't get it done until he joined a, a dominant big man. Mm-hmm. Um, so they both have that for him. Um, so that's why I gave uh, Doc the nod, just um, but a much better era. And uh, I can go back and look at anything I want from Doc so I can answer all these questions. Fair <laughs> um you know, I guess I missed out on, you know, I can't go back and look at uh, ABA stuff, but I can look at all his NBA stuff. Um, and who was the other one, Wade? I'm sorry. Uh, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. This one, this one, this one I went back and forth with a little bit, but I think it boiled down to, I just went and said, you know, if Ewing joined Jordan, he would have won championships too. Um, and that's kind of the way I looked at it, you know. Um and maybe that was the wrong way for me to look at it, but I did do that with a few guys on the list. Like, well, they went and joined up with some superstars and got a title out of it, you know, and, like, so then did they, you know, could these other guys have done that too? Probably. I mean, we're talking about the 50 greatest players of all time. If they started forming teams amongst each other, I'm sure they'd win some championships. Yeah. Um, That's kind of the way I looked at it. Um but I'm going to be honest with you. My feelings about Patrick Ewing, depending on the day, fluctuate. 
Like, no, seriously. Like, some days I'm like, he was a big stats, bad team guy, and when it mattered, he never showed up. He was a buster. You know, he's n- he's not one of those guys we look at his playoff numbers and go, damn. He he's got, not. He, he got he, shut down by some other yeah. centers a few times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just – and I go back and forth. But then I'm like, well, he did play in, like, maybe the most dominant center era of all time. So mm-hmm. maybe if he played in a different era, Ewing would have showed out more. And, you know, I, like I said, I just go back and forth on Ewing. Um, so, I don't know. And probably the big deal with Ewing is he'd been so wore out throughout the whole regular season because he had shit for fucking teammates <laughs> that yeah, he just he had, couldn't show up. He had one of your top 50 players That's playing right. with him. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he got you on that one. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to end it there. I'm done with talking. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Oh, wait. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Okay. Okay. I got one more, Alex. I I found it. Elgin Baylor. Kind of same era. So I'm wondering why since Elgin has no championships and no MVP. No, I I thought this would come up because I noticed it earlier myself. Because I was looking to see what old players I had ranked ahead of him. I know, I mean, obviously, I knew I had Russell and Wilt ahead of him, but um, I did see Baylor ahead of him. And Baylor doesn't have a championship. He missed it by like, you know, twenty-five games or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I don't really know um, why I have Oscar or why I have Elgin ahead of Oscar. Um, it could have boiled. It, it might. I don't know, but it might have boiled down to it's time for a small forward. And uh, then it was, you know, time for a point guard later. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It might, I, I honestly don't. But uh, Elgin, I, I don't think Oscar's stats are any more impressive than Elgin's. Elgin's stats are stupid. <laughs> um, that is true. He didn't get to the triple double because he didn't have the assist numbers, but he outscored Oscar. He out rebounded Oscar. Um, you know, playing on, playing on. Uh, in the same era, so I mean, it's there. It's a pretty apples to apples comparison as far as that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I was just wondering, same era, kind of. Yeah. Well, I think that ends litigation. Sounds All right. Like. Well, that'll wrap up litigation. Um, do we have anything else we want to do before we d- go into closing statements? We pretty much covered Oscar. I think so. Yeah, I th- yeah. yeah, I think we're good. All right. Well, do we want to go in reverse order from earlier, Uncle Doug? Sure. Well, I think uh, we've pretty much covered everything there is to cover about Oscar that we know. Right. Um, you know, I, that's it, it is a very good point that some of these old guys, you just don't see everything. Um, you know, so you kind of have to piece it together. Um, but I'm pretty comfortable with where I have Oscar on my list. I... Uh, I think he did some pretty amazing things in a really tough, I mean, it wasn't the best time in basketball, but it was a tough time to win MVPs and win titles because of Russell and Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Uh, Drew? Um, like I said earlier with the MVP and the, like we've talked a couple episodes now about the center dominant MVPs winnings all the way up until Dr. J and Larry and Magic, and then it was big guy after big guy winning it, and then Oscar just pops up and gets this one, and then they go back to winning them all. I mean, he might have been able 
to get a couple more you just don't know we've talked about the voting back then forever and it's going to come up again here in a couple episodes with wilt and russell but i just think oscar gets a little underappreciated because now with russell westbrook averaging the triple double they associate the two together so i think some people do that i don't think it's just that they associate them together that hurts it's now we've discredited the triple double yeah because i think it's a good point the triple mm-hmm. double wasn't as big as a deal back when he played. Now it's some people just well, it wasn't even called a triple double back then, mm-hmm. right? You know, when Magic and Bird and them started doing that, it became a big deal. And then when Westbrook did it, it kind of yeah. Well, well, well not not just Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook's made it more famous, but everybody does it now. Right, all the stars do. Yeah. Like if Luca continues to do what he's doing, he's going to shatter w- Russell Westbrook's record. Jokic is now putting Yeah, Jokic crazy too. Yeah. Right yeah. Like everybody is putting triple doubles. And I think like Wade talked about earlier, it was easier to get rebounds for Oscar. I think there's another case to be made that Westbrook has it easy getting getting mm-hmm. easier getting them because there's so many long rebounds. And so guards don't eight times easier. Yeah, because guards don't have to go down in the post to get mm-hmm. rebounds. They mm-hmm. can just catch all these threes that ricochet off the rim and bounce way out. And as long as you hustle to the ball, you can get some rebounds. And people yeah. don't box out anymore. That's so about you say, can people just run free. And some people don't even try. Like there's sometimes in basketball where no one on the offense even crashes. It just. They just make a circle around and they let Westbrook get it. (laughs) (laughs) And talking about the triple-double, I don't know this for a fact, but I heard on a podcast, I believe, might have been a Bill Simmons podcast, to be honest, that the the term triple-double was invented by a sports writer covering Magic Johnson, and he was trying to figure out a way to emphasize how great of an all-around player Magic Johnson Mm -hmm. was. So he started calling that a triple-double when you got, obviously... The triple double. Yeah. So even back when Oscar played, I don't think it was even called a triple double. <coughs> if yeah. that fact is true. What do you, does anybody know? What how how do they do they refer to it? Like do it, what do they call it? Like did you see he got double digits and three stats tonight? They they <laughs> might have had to go back and look at what limited film and or box scores that they had just to figure out how many he probably had later on. Be my guess. I, mean, oh. I don't think they kept track. They didn't keep track of steals and blocks. They're definitely not gonna keep track of triple doubles back then. I'm not saying they kept track of them, but I just mean like, <clears throat> like you said, there has to be something somewhere that we can count them. You oh, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like because they they have an exact number in the record books of how many he had. I'm sure there oh. was. They had the box scores s- stashed somewhere. I can't think of it stored or whatever. So I'm sure they could go back and say, oh, okay, he had blah blah. blah you know, this many this season, this many that season, and, and look, but. Okay, there's not a lot of video evidence of no. proving it. No, not at all. There's not even a lot of highlight packages. No. There's a couple on YouTube that are like a minute and 54 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so you uh, were, were you done, Drew? Yep, I'm done. Wade? Um, I think if you're a basketball fan, you you know who Oscar is. You know he's an all-time great historic figure. Um, so I figured I'll just tell kind of a fun story. Um. One of his go-to shots was this automatic baseline jumper that he was really, really good at. Um, and there was kind of a weird reason because of that. When he would go into the gymnasium to shoot, <coughs> obviously, when you go into a gym, usually, like in high school or whatever, um, you have the two main hoops in the main court, and then they w- will bring those side baskets down and let people shoot on the side baskets, like they do for PE or for certain practices or whatever. He would always come in and shoot on the side baskets while people were... Um, getting up and down and scrimmaging or playing whatever 
Um, so when you're playing on those side baskets, you can't get out in front of the key or you're in the way of the, the game that's going on. So he just constantly stood on the baselines where he was out of the way of the court and just shot baseline jumpers all day long until it was his turn to jump in and play. That's huh. why he's so good at the baseline jumper. Oh, okay. That's a pretty good story. I like that. All right, Ray. Um, I don't think I have really a whole lot to add. Uh, phenomenal player. Uh, master at the point card craft, for real. The triple-double just vaulting on the list for me. Uh, when you compare him to Westbrook, there's really not a, a comparison. <laughs> I mean, Oscar's way more efficient. Westbrook, I don't know what he's doing with his career. Like, I like, <laughs> I got to give him props. He got the triple-double record, but, I mean, you have nothing to show for that. So I don't really know what you're doing with your life, to be totally honest. Um, other than that, I mean, the only thing you can really compare is the 60s to maybe today's game. The pace of play is probably similar. But the only thing difference is probably the 60s were more defensive orientated, unlike today where it's just popping three because that's what analytics tell you to do. But I feel like Oscar gets a nod above a lot of people because of the era. And, I mean, just like I said, you compare him to Westbrook, but it's really not a comparison. But just, I mean, you, there's a lot of old people haters in here sitting right next to one called Alex. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, that dude destroyed the 60s, and that's, that's a big-time accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, when you destroy the whole decade worth of, of players in that era, that's you got to give the man a nod. So that's where I'm at. Can I ask you a question real quick, Ray? Is it going to involve Bob Cousy? There is going to be a Bob <laughs> Cousy portion of this question. Oh, okay. Well, here's this is my question. Okay. okay. You mentioned the triple-double a ton of times tonight. Yeah. And then you discredited Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And then you mentioned the era... Yeah. And uh, everything. And then you have Bob Cousy like 30 spots ahead of, of well, like 25 spots ahead of right. of uh, Oscar. So can you kind of uh, illuminate me on your <laughs> reasoning behind these things? Also, you don't have Bob Pettit on your list. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there while we're talking about it. No, I mean, that's not a mistake. Let's be real. <laughs> but anyway, no, the way Cousy played – as as much as Wade hates it, I feel like the the obscurity of his play <laughs> kind of shoots him up the ladder for me. Maybe he's a little too high. Maybe he's not. That's up for uh, you know whatever discussion <laughs> which we already had. So you can kiss my ass. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, Oscar had ten years in Cincy, and. Whether it was the people he played with or whatever, he didn't do anything for 10 years except for throw up phenomenal stats. It took him going to Milwaukee to do something. And I throw Russell Westbrook out there because he had phenomenal stats on the three different fucking teams that he had, didn't do anything, get traded to a super team, and still can't do fucking shit. So that's why I have throw Westbrook's name around a lot, just to throw the comparison out there and show that Oscar Robinson put in a certain situation, did 
what West, uh, Westbrook couldn't do and take a back seat and still throw up phenomenal numbers and win a title, Westbrook seems like he just can't figure out what the fuck he needs to do to win games. And it's just boggles the mind where he throws up all these killer stats and he just blows every everything and just discredits the whole triple-double. Which you look at Oscar Robinson and he put it down for 40 fucking years and made it legit. And West Rusp, uh, Westbrook just made it just not worth a fuck anymore. And it just, that's why I throw them both around. So what I'm hearing from you, Ray, is that at the end of this, Westbrook is going to be on your list. Fuck no. <laughs> that is not what you're hearing. Kevin Love has a better I got Q-tips in the bathroom, bro. We can clean your ears out and figure that out. But hell no. Oh, man. Sorry, I had, to be, I had to say that. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's why I throw them around because I'm just trying to credit one and discredit the other. All right. Well, that leads to me. Um, I think most everything's been said about old Oscar tonight. I don't think I don't know if we've said it tonight though. The big O. Has anybody actually said that tonight? Have no. we gone the entire hour and four I minutes without saying the big yeah, O? I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think we have. Uh, I like his nickname, the big O. I don't know, Mr. Triple Bubble is kinda growing on me. <laughs> I saw that up there. And where's Ozzy come from? We don't know. Okay. Mm. But uh I will say this, I do after looking today. I do think Oscar's going to come up my overall list a little bit. I don't know quite why I have him at 33. Um, I think I kind of said that earlier. I'm not really. I'm really. I'm a little confused. I'm not saying he's going to jump as high as some of you guys have him, but um, I do think Oscar's going to come up my list a little bit. I think that's all I got for my closing statement. So uh, that'll end our Oscar Robertson portion of this episode and lead us to Drew in trivia. All right. What number one seed had the least amount of wins? So, not looking for the team. I'm looking for the amount of wins they had. It's the least amount of wins that number one seed ever had. Like a playoff number one seed? Yeah. Like playoff uh, number one seed. Least amount of wins they had. Okay. So, basically kind of the worst one seed ever in NBA history. And it was during the NBA when they played a minimum of, they, they have like 81, 82 games. Okay. So it's not something that helps. <laughs> it's not like when they played. I don't know. The old, they're old. Okay. When did they start playing eighty-two games? Because I mean, like these, all these teams have eighty-two games. Like we're looking it? at in the sixties mm-hmm. and stuff. So I mean, like it was at the forties, the fifties, when they started playing the eighty-two games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we can Google it. Major trivia question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. So. Worst one seed ever. Okay. Yeah. How many games did they win? I just thought I need just the win. Just the number. Just the, just the uh, number. Got it. Not asking for the team. All right. I got a guess. All right. I guess. We all got a guess. Yeah, yeah. I got a number. I got Sam. one. Sam. said 55. I said 48. I said 50. 49. The answer is 44. Ugh. Ooh. Wow. The Golden State Warriors in 1967 were 44 and 37. That have been... Was was that what? No, I've been after Wilt. That's insane. Damn. The, who's in the conference? Wow. Like, I find it hard to believe that the Celtics and the 76ers and them didn't win 44 games. Yeah. What year What year did you say? 1967. W- wasn't there a year Russell got hurt? Mm, I don't think so. 
I could have sworn I closed my computer already because we were doing trivia. So yeah, like, I always close it for trivia. So it's not that big deal. I don't know. All right, I have one. All right. All right. In 1998, Michael Jordan won MVP. Dikembe won Defensive Player of the Year. Tim Duncan won Rookie of the Year. Hmm. Who won Sixth Man of the Year? 1998, huh? Sixth Man, correct? Yes. Just for fun, Larry Bird was Coach of the Year that year. <laughs> for the Indiana Pacers. And some guy I never heard of was the most improved player. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I'll tell you his, his name in a second. Well, I'm going to write down my Indiana player, I guess. I got a guess. <coughs> I don't. I, know, I think. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I know this player has one, but I don't know if this is the right year or not. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure he has one. All right, I got to guess. I got to guess. Yeah. What we got? Put Larry Johnson. I said Kobe. I said Kobe. Oh. I said Austin Crozier. That's funny. Kobe got second. Ah. Danny Manning won. Ah, Danny Manning. Danny Manning man- was actually one of two players ever to have two major knee constructions on both knees and come back and play or something like that. It was some crazy style. Like that. Wow. So or who was the most improved guy? It is Alan Henderson. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I know who that is either. Played for the Atlanta Hawks. He went from like six points a game to 14. <laughs> okay. Wow. He did improve. Yeah. I'll give him yeah, that. That's an improvement. <laughs> All right. Who would like to go next? You or me? You go ahead. All right. Got it. Um, I didn't do the draft this time because we mentioned – Oscar and Jerry West were the top of that from Cincinnati and West Virginia. But I went with the uh, the triple-double theme. Um, this year, as of today, I looked it up before I came, mm-hmm. uh, number one on the NBA triple-double list is Jokey at 12. Westbrook and Harden are tied at three with nine. Who's number two with ten? Mm. Everyone does it now, damn it! It's yeah, but I say I want to say everyone does it now. It's not like it's even some people that don't. Yeah. I got like two or three players in my mind. I, I know, me too. Which one? <laughs> oh my gosh! Gosh dang it! <laughs> this is gonna make me mad. I swear to God, if it's Draymond, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) God damn I can't narrow it down. Uh, I wrote something down. Uh, (laughs) Do I write Draymond? Mm. How big is your ego to not write down Draymond? (laughs) Uh, Your lead has not been cut to in yet. Uh, (laughs) I don't even care. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And by the way, I don't know. All right, I'm ready. It's pure guess. Ready to guess something? Yeah, I got it. All right, ready? Yeah. Yep. I put Lamelo Ball. I put Trey Young. Giannis. I went Indiana again. Sabonis. Well, you're closest probably. Um, 
DeJounte Murray for the Spurs. Oh, wow. He's averaged like 19-8-8 this year. Hmm. It's Jokic, Murray, James Harden, and Westbrook, Luka, Sabonis, then Jimmy Butler and Ball. Wow. And then Giannis. Mm, I was going to say, damn, yeah. really close. No Draymond, though? No Draymond. Good. He got a score of 10. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, Ray. All right. Prior to selecting Patrick Ewing with the number one pick, when was the last time the Knicks had a number one selection, and who did they take? We got to answer both. If you have, okay, so it's a year and a player. If you have either one, I'll give it to you. I still don't feel good about it. No. <laughs> oh, man. And Patrick Ewing was 85. I can't remember the guy's name. I'm trying to think of him. All right. I have an answer. I have, I have, I have an, an answer. I've answered both, and I just threw something down on both of them trying to hit something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just wrote you down. Okay. All right. All right, but the 63-64 season, Willis Reed. Okay. I put 1971 and Bernard King. I put Bernard King. I put 69 and Bill Bradley. Okay. It was 66, and it was Cassie Russell. Oh, I remember Cassie Russell. I don't. Oh, that's the guy who I was talking about in the... Um, I was talking about uh, <laughs> Rick Barry in one of the last few episodes. Damn it. Who were we talking about in the last one? D-Wade was the last one, wasn't it? Maybe it was the one before that. Kevin Durant episode? I don't remember. Never mind. Come on <laughs> over. <laughs> we're really tearing up trivia today. Hell yeah. Yeah. No joke. All right. <clears throat> The uh, reigning defensive player of the year oh, is currently in third place in blocks per game in the NBA. Can you name the two guys ahead of him? You don't have to have an order. Oh, jeez, Louise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. Mm. I got an answer. All right, I got something ridiculous. Something ridiculous, though, he <laughs> yeah. said. Something ridiculous. Never mind, never mind. Hold up, um, hold up. Hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not going to finish what I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah, we know the lyrics of that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, Uncle Doug, you're awful quiet over there. Yeah, I got a guess for one. I get it. I'm ready whenever. So yeah. do we have to get both of them, or if we get one, do we get a point? Both of them. It's <coughs> bullshit. Well I, think, well, I think one Laying of them is down. really, really obvious. That's, wh- that's why I asked for no both. <laughs> Is that everybody? I think so. Yeah, I, go ahead. I put Clint Capella and Miles Turner. I put the same thing. Yeah. I put Giannis. And I put Miles Turner and Gobert. Gobert is the reigning defensive player. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 He's the, He's the <laughs> yeah, that was the problem I had, too. Did, right? did me and Drew get it? 
it is Miles Turner and Jaron Jackson Jr. Ah, yeah, uh, say it. We got one. We got, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought Miles Turner was obvious. That's why it is like I don't know about one. Well, damn it, Alex. I guess I need the Q-tips and go clean my ears out. <laughs> well, I will say we just had a scoreless week, so uh, the scores are still as follows: Ray with twenty, Doug and Drew with forty-four, Alex with fifty-one, and Wade with fifty-eight. And Wade's lead was not cut into this week. We appreciate you tuning in for our Oscar Robertson episode, and please tune in next week for our Moses Malone episode. <laughs> <You> prepare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have it this week. That's finally ready. <laughs> and uh, thanks for tuning in to Sports the Nemo Way. <laughs>